Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur. I want to get applaud you having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR at our 7 p.m. home. Those of you who are hanging on from the Rutgers basketball game, welcome. Do not touch that dial. In fact, grab your wife, bring her over, and tell her that the Plastic Surgery Show is on the radio now. Now that you're done listening to the, the basketball game, my name is Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, and this is the show where we talk about you about what you look like in the mirror, about your wrinkles, about the fat on your hips, about your jowls, that turkey gobbler in the neck, maybe the fact that you have small breasts. This is the show, and it's a call-in show. You can give us a call. The phone number is 800-321-0710, 1-800-321-0710. So whether you're in sunny Los Angeles right now or Hey, sunny New York today. Not too bad a day. It was in the 40s. Much better day than the last few weeks. Um, I think tomorrow for the Super Bowl, it's even going to hit 50. So uh, although it'll be cloudy, but uh, that's it for the weather report, Noah. Let's get uh, down to business. This is the Plastic Surgery Show and the show about your skin, about uh, what you look like. So give me a call, 800 321 Today we're going to take you through, by the way, we've got an hour today, so uh, lots of phone calls, let's hope. Uh, I like phone calls. Hit me with those uh, those questions, the ones that have been keeping you up at night. Again, 800-321, let's see, 321-0710. You know, every now and then I get it confused with the old WOR number, but 800-321-0710. All right, so tonight I'm going to take you through what I do virtually every day in my office. I see women, mostly women, that's my practice, and uh, women from about 35 to about 75. That's, that's who I see. And they come into my office every single day, many a day, and they say to me, what do you think they say? I'm getting older. I'm getting older, and I've got to do something about it. And what can you do? So let me take you through today what I do in a consultation and and we're going to talk about everything from skin care to the non-invasive procedures that can help you to the invasive procedures to things like facelifts. We're going to go through all of these, so sit back, go ahead and get yourself a, a cappuccino, and uh, give me a call because I like those phone calls, 800-321-0710. And when we're not talking about you and what you look like, I'm going to tell you a little bit about something that's disturbing out there. It's more fake Botox. We talked about this last year. It is out there. There, uh, There's Botox that is not real. 
and you have to be sure that yours is real. Well, I'll tell you how you can stay safe with the Botox. We're also going to talk about rhinoplasties, one of my favorite operations. Uh, but there was some interesting information about rhinoplasties that may make it so that some of you might not want to have a rhinoplasty. So we're going to get to that later in the show. I'll keep you on the edge of your seats. I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. And the phone number, once again, 800-321-0710. And by the way, callers to tonight's show will receive a bottle of Nighttime. Nighttime is uh, my nourishing serum for the skin. Uh, we're going to start right out by talking about skin care, and nighttime is one of those things that can really help the appearance of your skin. So uh, uh, we'll get into uh, the ingredients and, and all the different uh, aspects of nighttime in a few minutes, but callers tonight will receive a bottle of nighttime so you can uh, try it out without even having to pay a dime. So you come into my office, and as so many of you have, you look in the mirror, and you say, well, you know, I'm getting these wrinkles. There are these wrinkles around my eyes that have just started. And I, I just don't like the way my skin looks. And I look at you, and the majority of women have a toxicity to various products. It's really very interesting, and it's not well described in the literature. But, uh, you know, humans were not meant to put things on your skin. They really haven't. Uh, in fact, uh, we weren't even meant to bathe. We weren't meant to use soap. We weren't meant to use anything on our skin. But, of course, we live in a social society, and so we have to. We bathe. And uh, you women put hundreds, hundreds of chemicals on your skin each day, whether you know it or not. If you were to take all the different things that you put on your skin and start looking at the ingredients and listing them, the 16 ingredients in one skin cream and the 28 ingredients in another and the 14 ingredients in a bar soap and, and on and on, you would be surprised just how many things your skin is exposed to each day. Now remember, we're humans. We're not meant to be exposed to chemicals like this. And so your skin then begins to react. And uh, the more things you put on your skin the more it reacts. And a lot of women, in fact, 70% of women say that their skin is sensitive. That means their skin isn't sensitive. Everybody's skin is sensitive. And what they're seeing is really a contact dermatitis to something that they're putting on their skin, whether it's the sodium lauryl sulfate in the soap that they're using or uh, maybe the eyeshadow or parabens, or there are so many different things that can cause reactions. So when I look at you in the office, I often, often see women with just a little bit of swelling of the skin, a little bit of redness of the skin, and visible pores. And I know that in many of you, that is a toxicity reaction. It's a reaction to the stuff, the junk that you're putting on your face constantly. So often what I'll do is have you first detox. We'll get rid of that stuff. We'll give you a couple weeks with almost nothing, and that's tough for you to do. It really is because uh, so many of you are literally addicted to all the things that you put on your skin, particularly moisturizers and all these different things. But often that's what's causing a problem because your skin, when it sees these things that it recognizes as foreign and toxic, what does it do? It makes more oil. That's one of the things, and it swells and inflammation occurs. And so you get that little syndrome that, that so many of you think that you've had that's all your life and that's just the way your skin is. But when you detox, when you get rid of all this stuff, then your skin begins to look better. 
And there certainly are things that then you want to put on your skin that can help you. And when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about the things that really work, the things that are good for your skin, the things that are scientifically proven, and we're going to start our discussion of how to look better in 2014 with a discussion of a skincare program. So, no, we're going to take our break now. The phone number here at WOR is 800-321-0710. That's 1-800-321-0710. We'll be back after these words. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the WOR1 code when you purchase nighttime to receive your free second bottle. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. If you're showing signs of aging, you might benefit from my midlife makeover. Without stepping into an operating room, I can reduce wrinkles with Botox and Bellotero. I can remove brown spots with a peel and lift brows and jowls with Ulthera. My offices are in central New Jersey and in Manhattan. Give me a call at 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check out my website at periplasticsurgery.com. And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? This is the longest-running plastic surgery radio program in the history of Earth. How's that, Noah? It really is. We've been on eight-something years. There have been here and there other cities, like one in Atlanta, one in Los Angeles, that had a program here and there for a few months, maybe a year. Uh, But nothing has the longevity that What's Your Wrinkle has, and I thank my listeners for that. 1-800-321-0710. So aging is inevitable, and we know that. We begin to show the first signs of aging when we hit around 30 and our skin begins to thin. We begin to get sag. We get the sags of our jowls and of our, of our neck and of our brows, and we begin to wrinkle. Now, those of you who smoke, well, you're going to age faster. And those of you who, um, who spend a lot of time in the sun, particularly those tanning salons, you're going to age faster also. And the, the rate of changing... Uh, rate, rate of aging, rather, for uh, someone who spends time in the sun or smokes is significantly greater uh, than someone who doesn't. And uh, there's a plastic surgeon in Manhattan who's done this study, and he's looked at twins, uh, one who uh, was a smoker and one who wasn't, and uh, another set of twins, one who was uh, living in Florida and one who lived up here. And he found that uh, the women who uh, who lived in Florida and was, were exposed to more sun, or the women who smoked, 
By the time they hit about 60, they looked about 10 years older, really, 10 years older than their twin who did not do those uh, damaging things. So one of the things you can certainly do for yourself is stop smoking. If you smoke, uh, it doesn't make much sense to listen to this program about looking better. But So stop smoking and, uh, and you know limit the amount of sun you get to about 20 minutes a day and use sunscreen. And we're going to get into the type of sunscreen in just a, a few more minutes. But the progression of aging, we know it's inevitable. It's uh, certainly speeded up by those processes. But then we want to figure out, well, what can slow the aging process? And, you know, you know, we're not talking about the foods and things like that. But certainly, uh, if you eat a, a well-balanced diet, you're going to age less rapidly than someone who is vitamin deficient, for instance. It's very difficult, by the way, to show, uh, and there haven't been good studies that have shown that, that vitamins in excess of what you normally should have improve the quality of your skin and the uh, and decrease the rate of aging. You know, no one's really shown that despite companies that want to uh, try and get you to believe that. But one thing that can make you look younger is a good skincare program because that has been shown unquestionably for the last 30 years. We know that there are certain uh, different types of skin ingredients that really do make a difference. So when we talk about a skincare program, my attitude is that we're not going to talk about things that have no science like uh, stem cells in, in uh, the um, skin creams or uh, that melon that we talked about last week. No, we're not going to talk about things that have no science. We're not going to talk about peptides because they don't have science either. You know, those are three good examples of multi-multi-million dollar products. And I'm not mentioning names. I'm just mentioning ingredients. Uh, but those are ingredients that don't have science behind them. But yet, there are advertisements out there. You watch TV and you see these things. You listen to the radio and you see these uh, ads. You open up the ladies' magazines and and you see all of these things with these ridiculous claims for things that have absolutely no science. But what does have science? There is no question that skincare products that contain vitamin C. Vitamin C, it's so simple. Vitamin C, help your skin. Vitamin C has been known for, you know, hundreds of years, uh, really about 100 years or so, uh, that it is essential for your skin. It stimulates collagen. Collagen is a structural layer of our skin that goes away at 1% per year after age 30. We can actually put vitamin C on our skin and stimulate the, uh, the growth of collagen in our skin and thicken our skin. We can do that with a 10% concentration of vitamin C, but it's got to be in just the right type. So our body is very, very picky, just like a guinea pig's body, very, very picky. We're the only two animals that have to be delivered the exact correct type of vitamin C. We can't make it from other chemicals, and we can't make it we can't make use of other types of vitamin C. And if you look at a lot of products out there, there's all sorts of vitamin C products, but only, you can write this down, only L-ascorbic acid, that's what it's called, L-ascorbic acid, has the science behind it. That's the only thing that really makes a difference. So if I were to choose a single, just a single ingredient to put on my skin to make it look better, I would first choose vitamin C. There are well over 1,000 scientific papers in the literature that support the use of vitamin C. 
it brightens the skin, that means it evens out the skin tone. The FDA tells us we have to use certain euphemisms when we talk about these things, unfortunately. Uh, but it brightens the skin. It stimulates collagen. It thickens the skin. Uh, it is the youth vitamin of the skin. So that's, uh, that is uh, the number one ingredient in a skincare program. Now, we're going to get back to that. We've got the board lighting up with all sorts of phone calls. So, Francis, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Hi, I was wondering how to get rid of the pigmentation on my cheeks. Well, first you have to get the dog out of your lap. <laughs> is that a dog? Yeah. Right, what kind of dog is that? A <laughs> chihuahua. Okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm a great dog lover. I have uh, basset hounds. At one time, at one time, I had nine basset hounds. But uh, all right, ask your question again. We'll we won't talk about dogs today. Go ahead. <laughs> I was wondering how to get rid of the pigmentation on my cheeks. Okay. Now, how old are you, Francis? Forty-four. You're forty-four years old. Did this pigmentation appear after pregnancy, or is it from sun exposure? Tell me a little bit about it. After pregnancy, I've never been a, a really big sun person, so it mm -hmm. showed up after I had my last son when I was 35. Okay. So, so that is most likely an entity called melasma. Melasma. Have, have you been told it's melasma? Yes, I have. Okay. So melasma is, it's, it goes under the name the mask of pregnancy. That's its, uh, its kind of lay name, the mask of pregnancy melasma. And it is a much more difficult type of pigmentation of the face to take care of than just the old run-of-the-mill sun damage uh, pigmentation. So, um, you know, there, there are some things that can be used. And, uh, you know, this is one for either a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon uh, to, uh, to uh, see you and examine you and, uh, and, and make a therapeutic decision. But but certainly, uh, I think melasma probably, I mean, it might respond to the uh, typical skincare programs, but, but more than likely, your dermatologist will prescribe something uh, uh, called Triluma, possibly, which has uh, a vitamin A like Retin-A. It's got hydroquinone, which is a pigment reducer in it, and it's got a steroid. That's very effective. The only problem with uh, Triluma is it really can only be used for a couple months, and you really don't start seeing the benefit for a couple months. So it's kind of a problem. The FDA limits the length of time that you can be on Triluma. Other things that are useful, and you might get a running start with Triluma and then switch to one of the other uh, herbal uh, type of skin lighteners, uh, but chemical peels can be useful, uh, but they can also result in more pigmentation afterwards, so you have to be very, very careful. And uh, the chemical peel that I like is a TCA peel, trichloroacetic acid peel. Other uh, uh, remedies include things like the laser, but I don't like to do that first. The problem with melasma is that any of the things that we do to get rid of the pigmentation can result in more pigmentation. And, uh, and so that is a problem. If you're going to treat it, this is the time of year to treat it. It's very difficult to treat during the summer because uh, you really need like a, a 45 or even a 60 SPF with zinc oxide in it uh, if you've got melasma. And, uh, and certainly if you're on birth control or something like that, uh, it's very, very difficult to, uh, to treat melasma. Francis, it's a tough problem, but uh, I would suggest for melasma, a dermatologist as opposed to a plastic surgeon, uh, they've got more tools, uh, you know, more things up their sleeve to treat that uh, for you, okay? Okay, perfect. Thank you. 
All right. Thanks so much. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. We've got an hour today, so, Joe, hang on. We're going to get to your call after we return from this break. The phone number, 800-321-0710, And when we return, we're going to continue talking about the things that really make a difference in your skin you know, don't waste your money on the things that are useless, that don't have enough uh, concentration of ingredients, or the ingredients are in the wrong time of day, or they can't possibly get into your skin. We're going to talk about those things when we return from this break. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll be right back. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging skin, and you look older. I tackle aging spurts with procedures like eyelid and facelifts, and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. Or you might just need rejuvenation around your mouth with wrinkle filler. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance, and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. right here on WOR. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the WOR1 code when you purchase nighttime to receive your free second bottle. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and uh, this is a live show where the day before the Super Bowl and everybody's getting ready, you're probably cooking all the food while you're listening to, of course, What's Your Wrinkle? Right here on WOR, the phone number 800 321 0710-800-321-0710. There's still time to invite me to your uh, Super Bowl party, by the way, if uh, if those of you out there want me to come. <laughs> All right, so what do we have? We're talking uh, about the uh, aging skin and some of the things that can uh, really make a difference. We talked about vitamin C, which, by the way, is a constituent of nighttime. Nighttime is the nourishing serum for the skin. It's uh, the one-stop shopping for a skincare program. If you're going to have one just one item, you'll want something like this because it has 10% vitamin C. It's got vitamin A in it also. It's got 8% lactic acid. That's one of the alpha hydroxy acids. They're exfoliants. They smooth your skin overnight. The next morning after you put nighttime on your skin, your skin will feel smooth, and that's because of the lactic acid. 
I put lactic acid in there for a number of reasons. One of the reasons is because as an exfoliant, it gets rid of the dead cells on the surface of the skin. It makes your skin look and feel smoother, and it also allows for better penetration of the other ingredients. So better penetration of the vitamin C, better penetration of the vitamin A, better penetration of the skin brighteners. I put licorice extract in there. I put milk thistle in there. Uh, a lot of good things for your skin. My concept of skincare is simplicity. I know that most of you do not want to have a multi-step program. If you look online, you look at some of the well-known skincare programs, they want you to buy six things in the morning and eight things at night. They want you to empty out your wallet and fill up your medicine chest with all that stuff. How many of you really want to do something like that? You know, not many of my patients, and my patients are very, very motivated to look better and so that's why I created a one-step skincare program, something you can put on your face at night, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, wash it off. Wash it off, by the way, with my Clean Time. Clean Time is, a, is the soap I created, and I got a complaint about Clean Time this week. Yes, I'm going to tell you I got a complaint. You know what the complaint was? <laughs> it's funny. Someone actually complained. They said, you know, if I don't use Clean Time, if I try now and use another soap, I can't stand the feel of it because I'm now used to the wonderful feel of Clean Time. So you got me addicted, Dr. Perry. Not kidding. Uh, it's, it's pretty funny, actually, because once you use a perfect soap like Clean Time, then you realize you know, how inferior other products are. And what I'm talking about is, you know, we all need to wash our face twice a day. That's what I recommend. Once with a washcloth and once without, so that you exfoliate uh, with a washcloth or a loofah pad or something like that. Uh, but most, 99% of the soaps out there, liquid or bar soaps, are the wrong acidity, the wrong pH. And that's part of that syndrome I told you about earlier uh, today, the syndrome of toxicity of products to your skin. And when it's the wrong pH, that means it's alkaline as opposed to acidic. Alkaline like baking soda, acidic like a lemon. Your skin needs to be more like a lemon. That's what God intended our skin to be. And the reason for that is because our skin, when it is acidic, kills bacteria and yeast, kills staph, kills all sorts of bad bacteria, kills yeast. They can't grow on skin in an acidic environment. When you wash your face with almost any of the soaps out there, liquid or otherwise, the pH of your skin is going to rise, and that means you're going to get more alkaline. And for as long as six hours, six hours, bacteria can grow on your skin. And that becomes part of the syndrome of a little bit of redness and a little bit of a swelling of the skin. And your body sees those bacteria. And one of the defenses to bacteria, one of the defenses to, to toxins is to make oil. And so there's the syndrome that we were talking about. So what do we do? Clean time is a, really, it's a perfect soap. I created it from scratch. It's the right pH. There's no sodium lauryl sulfate. That's an irritant to the skin. Most soaps have that. Instead, I used Kiaha. I like saying that word. Kiaha is from, uh, from Chilean soap bark, and it's what makes root beer frothy. And that's what I put in my soap, and it makes it frothy just like you like it. You know, you're not going to use a soap if it doesn't lather. It's just a fact of life. Lather is not particularly important to wash with, but we like that Zen experience, right? Just think of Christy Brinkley, who was on the cover of People magazine and uh, just this week, and Christy Brinkley, who is unfortunately, she's not an endorser of my products, but she should be. 
uh, because of that uh, that Prell commercial that she uh, did in the 1970s when she was in the shower and all, uh, you know, she was lathering up her hair with sodium lauryl sulfate because that is what lathers up the hair. But that's an irritant to the skin. It makes your skin feel tight and dry when you get out of the shower. If you use a soap like Clean Time, and you can actually use it to wash your hair. I've got people who shave with Clean Time. And, and certainly just a, uh, a soap for your skin. Clean Time has the right pH. It's got this Chilean soap bark as the lathering agent. And uh, no sodium lauryl sulfate, no preservatives, no phthalates, no dyes, no colors, no artificial fragrances, none of the bad things, not even any petrolatum, and that's what holds most bar soaps together. Why did I make a bar soap? A lot of people ask me, why didn't you come out with a liquid soap? Well, a bar soap doesn't require preservatives. It's that simple. That's why I wanted a, uh, a bar soap. Every liquid requires preservatives. Bar soaps do not. So clean time in the morning. Uh, and uh, clean time, wash your face before you put the night time on. Joe, you've been waiting a long time. What can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Yeah, hi there, Dr. Barry. Wonderful show, very informative, etc. We don't get some such Thank you. shows anywhere else. Very difficult even online. Now, my question is regarding, uh, let's say, uh, people with minimal uh, uh, imperfections of their nose, for instance, there's something known as uh, non-surgical rhinoplasty uh, for, you know, people, let's say for the tip of the nose that droops as one gets older, uh, minimally, say two, three, four millimeters or so, instead of uh, breaking up the septum, what do you think about the temporary surgery that lasts just about nine to uh, 12 months known as, uh, you know, the non-surgical right. uh, rhinoplasty. So, Joe, that's, that's a good question. The non-surgical rhinoplasty is not really a rhinoplasty. What you're talking about is the injection of fillers into the nose to reshape the nose. And I've been doing this for almost 10 years, but it's, it's uh, not the average person that can benefit from a non-surgical rhinoplasty. I use something called radius, R-A-D-I-E-S-S-E. It's a, a type of a wrinkle filler. Now, sometimes we also use um, Restylane or Bellotero, one of those, uh, those things. Uh, that's hyaluronic acid wrinkle filler. And that is for people who've got, let's say, a little dip in the nose. Um, and, and the nose has to be actually made a little bit bigger. That's not the usual case who, uh, in people who want rhinoplasties. Um, to raise a drooping tip, I think that's asking a filler, uh, an awful lot of filler, and I'm not sure it would be successful in doing that. You'd have to put so much in there that it would look a little bizarre, I think. So I do the non-surgical rhinoplasty, but the most common person that I do it in is someone who's already had a rhinoplasty, and it's been overdone. And so rather than reoperate on that nose, sometimes it's appropriate to just inject uh, this type of material called radius. So, so Joe, um, not particularly common. Maybe in the future we'll have other tools that are non-surgical, and I think we will. But right now it's a rhinoplasty. And by the way, let's talk just for a second about a rhinoplasty. What is it? Because some of you uh, out there listening have no idea what a rhinoplasty is. Rhinoplasty is a nose job. Uh, you know, we don't like to call it a nose job. It's kind of a derogatory uh, term 
in plastic surgery, you know, it sounds bad. But a rhinoplasty is a nasal reshaping procedure. And uh, what we do is we uh, do it usually with you asleep, by the way, as opposed to uh, sedation. It's actually safer under uh, uh, general anesthesia than sedation. Uh, we make incisions in the nose, and we reshape the bones and cartilages of the nose. And uh, it's not so much that we're making the nose all that much smaller, but we're changing the proportions of the nose in a rhinoplasty. Uh, it's a fairly common procedure, much more common in women than men. Uh, and it's a, it's a very safe procedure. It's done as an outpatient. Um, there's a period of about one to two weeks where you have to hide after a rhinoplasty. Uh, because you're going to have a splint on your nose for five to seven days, and then you're going to have some bruising. Most rhinoplasties, most rhinoplasties require making incisions in the bone to shave the bone and bring the bones in, make the nose narrower. So uh, that's, a, that's a primer on rhinoplasty, and that's a great segue. We're going to take a short break now, and when we return, let's talk about how maybe some of the bad things about rhinoplasty that were just published in the journal Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. So this is Dr. Arthur Perry. The phone number 800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. Stay tuned. We've got another half hour of this show, and, boy, I could talk forever. So uh, <laughs> fire up those commercials. No, we'll be back after these words. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the WOR1 code when you purchase nighttime to receive your free second bottle. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. If you're showing signs of aging, you might benefit from my midlife makeover. Without stepping into an operating room, I can reduce wrinkles with Botox and Bellotero. I can remove brown spots with a peel and lift brows and jowls with Ulthera. My offices are in central New Jersey and in Manhattan. Give me a call at 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check out my website at periplasticsurgery.com. And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. And yes, this is What's Your Wrinkle on WOR, the phone number 800-321-0710. So rhinoplasty, we were just talking about, is uh, really one of my favorite, probably the favorite operation uh, for me. I enjoy it because it is a very artistic operation. No two noses are alike. And uh, for good rhinoplasty surgeons, we're not doing the same operation in any two people. We're individualizing the operation. So when I see patients for rhinoplasties, we spend two full hours prior to the procedure, and we do uh, we take photographs and we digitally 
uh, alter the photographs, and I need to uh, get to a point where the patient and I both agree that the changes I want to make are the changes that the patient wants. You know, if we can't agree on, uh, on those changes, then uh, certainly we don't want to do surgery on you. And, uh, and sometimes it's just not appropriate to do a, a rhinoplasty if someone has unrealistic expectations, uh, if they think they're going to get some sort of a result that uh, they uh, that's really impossible, or or let's say someone comes in and says they want to look like a celebrity. Boy, we've heard about that all the time. You know, I, I really won't operate on people that say, oh, I want to look like Beyonce or someone like that. That's crazy. You want to look like yourself. The goal of cosmetic surgery is not to look like someone else. The goal of cosmetic surgery is to look better as you and to make you look normal. So if you have an objectionable uh, uh, feature, we want to normalize that. We don't want to make it something outside of, uh, of what occurs in nature. We just want to make you look normal. So many of you have uh, heard of celebrities or singers like maybe Barbara Streisand that might have a nose that might be a little bigger than, uh, than she might like or you might like, right? You know, uh, and, and people have asked me over the years, why hasn't Barbara Streisand had a, a rhinoplasty? Now, I don't know Barbara Streisand. If you're listening, Barbara, feel free to call in. But uh, why has Barbara Streisand not had a rhinoplasty? You know, the, uh, the lure out there was uh, she was afraid it would change her voice. And over the years, many, many patients have asked me, will rhinoplasties change your voice? And the answer amongst plastic surgeons is, uh, you know, probably not. And that turns out to not be true because there was a paper that was just published in the last couple of weeks in the journal Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. This paper actually was out of Iran, which is interesting uh, in itself, but they looked at about uh, two dozen people who had rhinoplasties, and they looked at them about five months after the rhinoplasties, and they did some very sophisticated phonetics testing and testing about uh, testing their ability to uh, make certain sounds, and it turns out that most people really do have changes in their voice after rhinoplasty. They get a little more nasal uh, in in the vast majority of people, it doesn't make a difference because only a trained ear would hear these things. And most likely, the, even the patient wouldn't know it. But the group of people that may not, should not, <laughs> you know, should not have a rhinoplasty possibly are professional singers or radio talk show hosts who don't, who don't want their, uh, their voice to change because there are going to be some subtle changes. And that, that's what we learned from uh, the paper published in uh, the journal just this past week. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. Phone number is 800-321-0710. David, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Well, I don't know if it's a wrinkle exactly, but I had a question on two uh, subjects. One was rosacea, and the second one was mm -hmm. bags under the eyes, dark circles. And uh, it started out basically, I went to a skin doctor just for a body check, and the rosacea that I had was on my forehead and on my nose. I would say kind of 1 to 10, it, 10 being the worst. It was about a 2. Yeah, I know that. Not really bad, but it was little red. Uh, I wouldn't say pimples. Little red, uh, what the right word is, I don't know. But bumps, uh, very small, on the forehead and the nose. And she said, and she gave me... Uh, it was a uh, she who uh, did the uh, was to do the body check, and she was gave me metronidazole uh, uh, to rub. Metronidazole, that's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, now she gave me that, but 
They're supposed to use that in the morning, at night, uh, for two weeks. Now, that did clear up the rosacea pretty much. But I was wondering, in order to keep this rosacea away, do I, is that a lifetime uh, treatment? In other words, there's nothing that you can get rid of it and keep it away unless you keep on applying this stuff forever? Uh, that was question number one. On yes, the, yeah. and, and, and let, let's answer that first, and, and that's correct. Uh, rosacea is a condition of the skin that's characterized. You, you characterize it quite well, a redness of the skin. The full name of the condition is called acne rosacea, and so the pimples that you've seen are typical of that. And so, yes, this is a, a condition that uh, everyone with rosacea should have a dermatologist. Again, not a plastic surgeon. Where I come in with rosacea is when someone has chronic redness, of the nose, of the cheeks, and sometimes the forehead like, like you have, uh, then I will laser those areas. I'll laser those areas with a specific type of a laser that lightens the red. And the way I look at the laser, it's a treatment uh, much like kind of weeding the garden because every few years uh, you're going to probably require uh, another laser procedure to decrease the redness. There are some new drugs for that. They were just FDA approved, and I'm not sure I can recommend those uh, because what they do, it's a drug that causes constriction of the blood vessels of the face in rosacea, and I'm not sure how that's going to uh, uh, aid your skin over the long run. I don't know if they've done those long-term studies, and I'm not talking about a month or a year. I'm talking about decades of use of these new drugs. So uh, what you're doing is correct. Uh, definitely you'll have a dermatologist and you'll be on that. And metronidazole is a very, very safe drug, uh, and it can help keep acne rosacea in check. So your second question about is about eyelid bags. Go ahead. Okay, now I've seen some infomercials on TV where they have all these people sitting down and they rub the stuff uh, underneath the, uh, the different uh, advertised uh, creams, and, and there are a lot of them. I mean, the different companies, you know, the, each one telling you the same thing. And I watch this infomercial on TV, and you see how the bags and the dark circles disappear. Now, my question again here, if first of all, do any of those really work? And if they do work, and if it's not, you know, kind of uh, phonied up on TV, which I don't think it is, if they do work, it is, again, a forever lifetime thing that you got to apply these things kind of uh, it works for keeps you for a week and then it starts coming back and then you got to put it on again so you kind of uh, attach to this new uh, cream for the rest of your life and keep on paying the yep. big bucks david great great question and thank you for asking it so let, let's talk about uh, lower eyelid bags for a minute now what are these the bags that we, we look at, uh, you know, as we get older, you know, we're in our 30s and 40s, we begin to get, begin to get wrinkles, the skin begins to, uh, to loosen, and the fat that surrounds our eyeball, and it surrounds our eyeball to protect our eyeball, begins to protrude forward. It's almost like a hernia in our abdomen. Our skin weakens and the connective tissue weakens, and that fat begins to uh, protrude and uh, there are some very famous celebrities that have really, really good fat bags underneath their, uh, their eyes, and I wish they would come to me for an eyelid lift. But those are due to fat. That's what it is. It's fat. And the way we treat that is with an operation called a blepharoplasty. That's a big, fancy medical name. It's a lower eyelid lift, 
And what we do is we make an incision underneath the eyelashes, we lift up the skin and expose those bags, those bags of fat, and we sculpt them. We remove a little bit, not too much, because then you'll get a sunken in appearance. And then we, uh, we cauterize those with, a, with something called an electrocautery. And we remove a little bit of skin, always a little less than we think we need to remove, because uh, we can always go back and take more, but hard to put it back if we take too much. And then we sew things back. That's a lower eyelid lift. Now, that's the treatment for this. What about these creams that you're looking at? There are two types of creams that can disguise those bags. One of them I consider to be safe, and one I consider to be not safe. The one that's safe is basically a silicone. It's a, it's a chemical that you put on your skin, and as it dries, it shrinks a little bit, and it tightens the skin. If you wash it off, the effect is gone. That is very safe. There's no problem with that. It's, it's fine. It's more like a cosmetic than a skin treatment because it's not going to do anything to your skin in the long run or even the short run after it's removed. That's okay. The one that I don't like is something completely different. And uh, these are the what I call swellers or instant wrinkle removers. Uh, and those things are chemicals that actually cause inflammation in the skin. Now, let's think about this. Inflammation in the skin is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. It may, might make your, your wrinkles look a little better. If you remember those, uh, those old movies from the 1940s where someone might, you know, slap their face, you know, just a little bit, a uh, bunch of little pats on the face to get a little bit of swelling and decrease the wrinkles of the face. Um, that's what they, uh, they did in those movies, and that's what that chemical does to your skin. It actually causes a little bit of swelling. Now, in the short run, your wrinkles look a little better, and that's what they're uh, talking about. But here's the problem. When we use chemicals on our skin that cause inflammation, we actually, in the long run, create more wrinkles. There is a medical condition, and I'll give it to you. I'll give you the name. People will be bored, but it's called blepharochalasia as opposed to dermatochalasia. That's, that's just extra skin. Blepharochalasia is the repeated swelling of eyelid skin, most commonly in people who have allergic reactions to things. And every time they eat a particular food, their eyelids swell, or they put on a makeup and that, uh, the eyelids swell. And they get it over and over, and they actually grow more skin. And the problem with that is you look worse over time. And anything that causes inflammation generally is not a good thing in our body. So, David, long story is uh, if, if you're using, if you see those ones with the silicone that instantly make it look better because of silicone, I have no problem with that. But if you're using one of these things that cause uh, swelling, you know, the lip swellers, make your lips bigger, um, make the wrinkles go away from swelling, those I do not think are good. All right. Thanks so much for calling. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We've got to take a short break now. The phone number here at WOR is 1-800-321-0710, 800-321-0710. When we return, we're going to continue our consultation for aging faces. So many of you are growing older. We all are, right? And uh, I'll tell you what I go through beyond the skincare program when we return from these messages. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. 
Have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging skin, and you look older. I tackle aging spurts with procedures like eyelid and facelifts, and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Ulthera. Or you might just need rejuvenation around your mouth with wrinkle filler. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance, and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me, Dr. Arthur Perry, every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. right here on WOR. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a serum I created called Nighttime. Nighttime makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled with just one step each day. I've packed Nighttime with vitamins C and A, moisturizers, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. That's a lot of science in one bottle, but that's what it takes to look better. I want everyone to try Nighttime. This week, when you order one bottle, you'll get a free second bottle. Order Dr. Perry's Nighttime by calling 855-940-1900. That's 855-940-1900. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. Use the WOR1 code when you purchase nighttime to receive your free second bottle. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. And we're back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WOR. Saturdays at 7 to 7.30, WOR has been kind enough to... uh, have me do an hour this evening, and uh, and that's really what we need to get my message across, to get to, to get the information that you want about looking better, and that's what I provide here on WOR. The phone number, 800-321-0710. And I provide that all week long, by the way, in my offices. I've got an office on 57th Street between 5th and 6th. It's the such a great neighborhood. I love the neighborhood because the, the restaurants are incredible in <laughs> in that neighborhood. Uh, hard to keep the weight off when you're uh, eating at all those great restaurants. But on my uh, in my 57th Street office, I do these consultations like I'm talking about. I do uh, all week long. Uh, I'm looking at women who have new wrinkles and sagging skin, and that we're coming up with solutions that are. Uh, yes, skincare programs, but uh, also the non-invasive procedures. They're so common now. And in the 57th Street office, uh, hardly a week goes by that I'm not injecting Botox or filling wrinkles with Restylane or Radius or the new one, by the way, the new filler. It's not a wrinkle filler. It's called Voluma. And I've talked about that in the last couple of weeks. I've done more and more of the Voluma procedures and I can tell you this is going to be very, very popular. Voluma is a new filler. And what it is is a hyaluronic acid, just like Bellotero and Juvederm and Restylane. They're all hyaluronic acids. 
but they made this one more dense. And so it's very useful uh, in areas like to enhance the cheekbone. So if you're, uh, if you're a tissue, your skin, the fatty tissue has drooped as you've gotten older, then we can use Voluma to enhance the cheekbones and to replace some of the tissue that has gone away or, or sunk or headed south on your cheeks. And, uh, and I've done that now in a number of patients with Voluma, and I can tell you it's a very, very nice filler. And, uh, you know, it's just getting out there in the United States. It was FDA-approved only about a month and a half ago. And, uh, you know, if, if something looks good, I do like to get on top of it very quickly. On the other hand, if there are some questionable procedures, like there are some fillers that I will not use. I'm not going to mention them right now, uh, but I don't like uh, things that are permanent. You say, well, why not? You know, uh, do you want me to have to keep coming back once a year? And the answer is for this, yes, if you use a permanent filler, and, and I'll mention one of those. It's called Artie Fill. It's the only permanent filler that is approved by the FDA in the United States. It's a plastic material, and the problem with Artie Fill while it's permanent, the problem is it's permanent. So if you get a problem with it, there's not much you can do. Uh, one of the, uh, the things that uh, the axioms in plastic surgery is that if we put something foreign in your body, it should be retrievable, like a breast implant or a chin implant or uh, in orthopedic surgery the same way, uh, a hip uh, uh, prosthesis or something like that. We should be able to take it out if there's a problem. When we inject a liquid silicone or a liquid plastic, we can't get it out. How do we get it out? We have to cut out the area, and that's a potential problem. I'm not wild about that. So I do think that the fillers that are temporary are good. Now, you know, I'd like one maybe to last more than a year, and the Voluma lasts about a year and a half to two years. Radius is about a year and a half to two years. The other hyaluronic acids are about a year. So Bellotero, Juvederm, so many names now. And by the way, you don't really want to go to your plastic surgeon or dermatologist and say, I want Juvederm, I want Bellotero, I want this. What you should do is trust the plastic surgeon or trust the dermatologist and let them choose the appropriate filler. It's kind of like uh, when you get on an airplane, uh, you don't go up to the pilot and say, uh, you know, you really should be flying this plane a little differently. Uh, you have, if you fly JetBlue or American Airlines, you know, trust it, sit down in your seat. Uh, and it's sort of the same way with the pilot uh, or the surgeon. Uh, now, the, the time to ask those questions is in, is in the consultation, not uh, while something is being uh, injected. And do ask those questions. It's always uh, a valid thing to ask, you know, why are you choosing that particular filler for me? Uh, if you're satisfied with the answer, that's great. And if you're not satisfied, maybe you need uh, to see a different doctor. This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and this is What's Your Wrinkle? right here on WOR. So when I'm sitting in my 57th Street office with you opposite me at the desk, uh, we'll often do uh, imaging of your face, and we use the Vizia machine, which I have in the office, which is really a, a really cool machine. It uh, It's a computerized camera which uh, looks at your skin, and we can actually quantitate the number of wrinkles you have and the number of red spots and the number of brown spots. We can quantitate uh, those, and when we start you on a skincare program or do these other procedures like wrinkle filler or use Ulthera, that's that high-energy focused ultrasound that can lift the jowls and lift the, the eyebrows and tighten the skin. When we do these things, or let's say we do a chemical peel to decrease brown splotchy pigmentation of your face. When we do these things, we can now quantitate the results. It's not just uh, looking at you and saying, oh, you look better. 
now we can actually have a machine that will give us a number. And it'll say, well, when you started the uh, treatment, you were at the... Uh, you know, 20th percentile, and now uh, you're at the 60th percentile in terms of uh, um, wrinkles, let's say, or brown spots. And it's very helpful, uh, and it's uh, good for you because uh, you can actually look at something in black and white, or in this case, in color, uh, and you can see your uh, your pictures, and you can see the numbers and the benefits of the treatment, whether it's a skincare program or whether it's all those non-invasive procedures. Now, let's say uh, you're 65 years old and you come in and uh, you've got this really big turkey gobbler in your neck and you say, I, I want something non-invasive. I may say to you at that point that, you know, with all the technology that we've been working on in plastic surgery over the last two decades, uh, with all the things, the Botox and the fillers and the peels and the lasers and the Ulthera, if you've got a big turkey gobbler in your neck, you may require a facelift. You know, in my practice, my goal is to prevent you from having a facelift. I love to operate. I love to go into the operating room and spend the hours making you look better. But, you know, my goal is really to prevent surgery, to to do the things both in skincare and in the non-invasive procedures so that you won't require a facelift. But if you wait long enough you know, then those other things are not going to help you. And that's where the facelift comes in. And the facelift that I do now is called a short scar facelift. Most of us in plastic surgery have moved from the longer scars to the shorter scars. And, and technically, it's actually a more difficult operation because when we make smaller incisions, it's harder to do the procedure. But it's better for you because a short scar facelift doesn't make incisions in the hairline anymore, which means you can put your hair up in a ponytail you can go swimming and not worry about seeing the incisions. That's what a short scar facelift is all about. Uh, it's also a more vertical lift as opposed to a lift back, uh, back towards your ear. And what does that mean? You know, as we age, you go south. Your tissue heads south. The jowl goes from the top to the bottom. It doesn't go from the back to the front. So when we do a facelift, it makes more sense to lift up as opposed to back. And those of you who have had facelifts know exactly what I'm talking about. That funny look of a, that you can get with a facelift, that distorted look, is often from the facelift that pulls in the wrong direction. So the short scar facelift is what most of us have shifted in the last five or six years to. And, and I do think it's a better, uh, uh, a better facelift. And it doesn't elevate your hairline in the front. So many people who have had more than one facelift get these uh, hairlines that, you know, they keep on going up and up, and that doesn't look good. And then you have to do some fancy things with your hair to hide those incisions. The short scar facelift helps with uh, with that also. So once uh, once you get to the point where you have the turkey gobbler, the extra skin of the neck, the bands of the neck, well, then we're talking about real surgery. And, uh, and by the way, I don't do that in my New York office. Yes, I do in my New Jersey office in the Franklin Park, which is New Brunswick-Princeton uh, area. I operate and do facelifts in the office. But in New York, I operate at the Center for Specialty Care, which is a beautiful facility, by the way, on uh, right off of Park Avenue and 69th Street, uh, staffed mostly by uh, Cornell doctors, and uh, I'm on the uh, the faculty of Columbia. We do our uh, joint program with Cornell and Columbia. Noah, I could talk for two hours, but uh, they've only given me one. My name is Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon, offices in New Jersey and New York. Uh, check out my website, which is perryplasticsurgery.com. And if you're interested in those products that we advertised on the show, 
The website is drperrys.com. That's D-R-P-E-R-R-Y-S.com. And uh, as usual, check out Facebook. Facebook is uh, becoming an increasingly important uh, entity, as we've read about in the paper this week. Check out, check out my Facebook page. You'll get news and information about plastic surgery and about the skincare products. Noah says, when that music stops, stop, <laughs> starts, stop talking. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. Thank you so much for listening to me this past hour. We'll be back next week at 7 p.m. Have a great week.